have an ass. Game over, stupid. I am Jigsaw. Oh, I found my cans. Well, they were uh, here the whole time. Yeah, who are you, freaking, freaking uh, Bobby was, Dagan? This is a game I played. He lost his cans because they got torn off by the the hooks. Welcome <laughs> to When Will It End? It's a movie podcast. We watch the movies. We've now watched seven Saw movies, and baby, you know what they say: lightning can't strike seven times. I think it can. Um, but this doesn't prove that theory. We just watched Saw 3D. Uh, if yeah. you've been following the series, we <gasps> have... Uh... You know what just came in my little brain? Oh, please, Charles, tell us. I-, I brought up Jaws last episode. You sure did. That's the shark movie, right? Uh-huh. Mm. Well, it's more of the animus... We're gonna need a bigger shark. They didn't need a bigger shark. Oh. They needed more sharks. We need another shark. That's what they needed, three of them. I can't get over that uh, in Saw 4, canonically, sharks just hate that one family of people from Massachusetts. Do you say Saw 4 or Jaws 4? Who knows anymore? They sound very I've, similar. I've lost my mind. Saw 3D. So this Holy is what I'm. Shit. This okay, is. Yeah. We have had very few. Actually, this is. I'm about to make a law. Maybe not a law. It's You're about to. You declared that very confidently. I'm going to backtrack quite quickly and say this is a theory. <laughs> okay. Well, that's different from a law. In many well, ways, it's it, when we'll no, do no, the no. podcast. We watch the yeah, movies. We watch the movies. Okay. Uh, so far, we've watched two movies that ended in 3D. What just happened? I read, the best, I read the best piece of trivia I've ever read. I'm sorry. What I'm happened? sorry. All right. I'll, I'll, we can wait on the law. Okay. In a Massachusetts <laughs> branch of Showcase Cinemas, Mass Baby, Bay State, Go Sox, the film was accidentally screened instead of the 3D animated film Megamind, traumatizing its young audience. But they Wait, they sat through the whole movie? The kids were like, Mom, when's Megamind coming? Shut up. I'm drunk. Shut up, Detective Hoffman. has got to punch this woman a few more times. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, anyway, my law is that any movie that ends in 3D is bad. Any uh, movie that ends in 3D? Th- the series. title. Oh, I see what you're like, saying. Jaws 3D. Jaws very 3D. Bad. This definitely harkens back to the pure dog shit of Jaws 3D. So I know that there are a lot of them because this is like, I do remember enjoying My Bloody Valentine 3D and I think that was the title. Did you see that? I didn't see it, no. Wasn't that also somehow a choose-your-own-adventure thing, too, or something? No, I think you're thinking of Bumble, <laughs> Bumble Snatch? What Bumble Snatch. Yeah, Bumble Snatch. <laughs> yeah. You know, the fuck, <laughs> fucking... Yo, you seen fucking Black Mirrors? That shit is insane. Black Mirror Presents. If, Bumble Snatch. What if, what if computer was Jigsaw Killer? <laughs> I woke up in my house, and I, I thought oh, I did this yesterday. Mommy, my phone is Jigsaw the Killer. Shut up. Your phone can't be a killer. It is, Mommy. <laughs> I put it on my pillow. It dreams for me. That's what Black Me is all about. Electronic dreams, mama. Yeah, mama. It's, that's totally what it's about. Um, so what other... I'm going to quickly look up other 3D uh, ch- titles that have 3Ds in them. And see. If yeah, do that. So we're going to go ahead and just say that this was really bad. This was terrible. This was a bad movie. This yes. did not give me any... This literally managed to not give me anything of what I wanted. It, it's confusing because, while well, I'm fascinated by the character of Jill Tuck, and may I say, mm. rest in power to a real one. Mm. Jill, we are sad to see you go face torn apart and head all crushy-smooshied by the freaking a classic OG bear, tra- bear trap, reverse bear trap killing machine trap. Um, this was very bad. Uh, let's start with the opening fucking game. What the fuck was that? I thought, there, yes. I thought it was going to be a bit. Like, the joke was that a marketing company was doing a... Like a public execution, but 
two angry jocks fighting over for the love of, of a, a toxic, lady who's referred to as a toxic whore by yeah, Jigsaw. It's insane. Like this movie we're used to opening gambits. Some of them pay off. Some of them are like, eh, I'm not really sure why that's in here or some it's just like this was the most like it seemed like a satire this could have been an snl skit i really thought the joke was going to be that it was like an ad for something yeah it was gonna be like that's how deep jigsaw's permeated like a, like almost like a like a fucking starship troopers level you know riding that satirical edge to some greater Absolutely. commentary and no it's just no it's a just terrible trap this so, was the least imaginative of all of the movies yeah. and if the only thing i could think of is doing a jigsaw trap in public which again i would say i like that idea the premise is very interesting yeah it's not, it's not interrogated it's never mentioned again now because of the jigsaw support groups and the ability of bobby dagan to lie about having been a jigsaw survivor now we're led to believe there's just like hundreds of jigsaw survivors and we enough of don't... these games happening so constantly that like people don't even mention that one happens in what seems like the Times square of toronto or excuse me saw city saw city we're calling it saw city okay well before we move on i've got some titles for you and you can just tell me if you've seen them, if you liked it. Just for the listeners, Charles has been spending a lot of time working on what seems like something with limited dividends. So let's see if he can redeem himself. Well, this is fascinating. Did yeah, you see, fascinating. Did you... So what do you use for this? You Googling movies that end in 3D? Well, I, I couldn't find that list. So I'm going to have to just scroll through a list of all 3D movies that's come out since 2006. So this is just a very bad thing you're doing. Did you see None of the Living Dead 3D? No. Okay. Did you see Lions 3D, Roar of the Kalahari? Yeah, of course I have. Everyone saw that. What'd you think? Oh, the, the the when the calamari roared, I was like, "Damn, that shit's awesome!" Okay, so so far my then my theory is not turning into law because you yeah, because the calamari lion was awesome and they, they roared. In okay, 3D. well here's another one. Uh, January of 2008, U23D, which I like the title U23D, uh, just four characters. Well, I mean, biggest band in the world. They are large, largest band in the world. Very physically, big. yes. Bono is six eleven. Yes, have you tried to People lift his sunglasses? That. They're, they weigh, I, I swear to God, I kid you not, 40 pounds. Right. He's got a very strong neck. The edge, which, six, ten and a half. Weighs 320. Oh, uh, we got the dolphins and whales, 3D. Now, what's that about? What's that about? <laughs> Let me check. Dolphins not and sure. whales. Okay. Sure. All right. Listeners, write in if you've seen dolphins and whales, 3D. We'd love to hear more. Uh, March 2008, 3D Sun. That's a famously, uh, that's a biography about the sun. A, a gaseous orb. So here's the a one. Burning uh, gaseous. Orb. 2009 was big. My Bloody Valentine 3D. I, we should rewatch it, or you watch it for the first time. I really. I like think it. there's some weird choose your own adventure quality to that. Is it POV or something? There's some weird. There twist is a. About there that. is. Yes, it's POV because it's from the, the perspective of the serial killer. Okay. It's pretty fun, but um, Jonas Brothers, the 3D concert experience, also probably very good. I mean. Allie, my beautiful wife, showed me Camp Rock, the uh, Jonas Brothers movie. And it, it, it was pretty fun, I have to say. I like the music. It's, it's certainly, if, if fans of yeah. High School Musical, it's good Camp Rock, you'll find right down your uh, your alleyway. I'm sorry, this theory is already over. Like, X Games 3D, the movie, how can that be bad? That sounds awesome. Can you imagine Tony Hawk in Fucking 3D? Fucking Dave Mira doing some awesome, spinning his little bikey around. Can you imagine if Jigsaw tried to take on a bunch of skateboarders? See, if this was yeah, an 80s be really, franchise, yes. it would be, be so sick. Rollerbladers. Deep, yeah, it be like, oh no, that's gnarly. We've got to shred Jigsaw. And that's like why I really like early uh, Tony Jaw movies. In, in um, Tom Young Goon, there's a scene where he confronts a gang of BMXers, rollerbladers, roller skaters, and little ATVers. And it's fucking awesome. They learned how to keep, keep doing that. Or like how in uh, uh, Punisher, the good one, what's the Punisher one we like? 
I've never seen any of them. No, you have. The one the subtitle that we've watched together. I've seen a Punisher? Yeah, it's the one where it's just like the stocky guy playing Punisher and he sort of like chugs around and it's not that impressive. That's good. It's really violent. But there's the scene where he RPG blows up the parkour guy and it's the best scene of parkour oh, ever. Oh, yeah. And where, also, where he's like, yeah. Punisher versus parkour gang. He's like, this shit sucks and blows you him out You hate parkour. I love parkour. Parkour so is I, lame. It's not lame. You it's think the about this guy practicing that shit and you're like, okay, that's fucking whack. It's just cool to watch. It's about bodies in motion. It's about <laughs> bodies in motion. <laughs> Hey, we saw Bodies in Motion and freaking saw 3D. Not really. This movie was fucking shitty. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! 3D. That so far, I, I, so good. Hubble 3D. Blu-ray. Who's Kenny Chesney? Kenny Chesney. Kenny Chesney's a, a country musician. Okay. Summer in 3D. The whole summer? 3D? So that, that oh, famous, that, that's the uh, the real-time documentary where <laughs> it's just three months, months <laughs> a three-month-long movie in Kenny Chesney's This life. sounds awesome. It's a French-British collaboration to make us. And look, like, those guys never get along. They don't. They have the famous... Famous animosity. Can you imagine if there wasn't an ocean between them? A they, little well, it's sea. it's a channel. It's a yeah, channel. Yeah, yeah, whatever. It's really a channel. It's water. Underneath it, the channel. If they had... Is the channel underneath the water or yeah. in the water? It's under. So the channel's beneath the channel. Here's how it works. Okay, okay. We live on a flat earth. Okay, sure. It's an one expansive it's like a disc, plane. Right, and yeah, it's yeah, yeah. ringed by an ice wall. Well, it's not ringed by it. It, it is border. There's a ice border where upon... We don't really know. We're, we're imagining... What's beyond the ice border? Lots of ice. Yeah. Maybe outside of the ice, some Twisted Games. Ooh. Maybe some Twisted Games. It'd be great if Jigsaw dropped in some of his personal like philosophies more specifically, like... Like alluded to a flat Earth theory, but never really spelled it out. He gets, I mean, not to that theory, but he's very explicit about his uh, libertarianism and saws three, four, and five, and he's sort of broaches into social libertarianism and then full on communism. Right, but. and then the best part of Saw 3D is that I was so tired of Jigsaw. I didn't like him or find him compelling or interesting, so yeah. it's cool that we had almost none of him in this movie because who wants the <laughs> Saw franchise to be overly focused on Jigsaw in the final installment? I, I promise to our listeners I will get back to this list, but oh, please, we yeah. must talk about his outfit. We yes. must talk about the we one get, scene okay, he shows this, up this in. Was easy, this was a rancid a rancid, rancid, rancid movie. But we do get one amazing thing where um, fans of meme culture may recall the immortal Steve Buscemi in uh, yes. 30 Rock doing the What's Up My Fellow Teens scene as the bad but private investigator. This is if that character showed up to a book signing and said, What's up, my fellow book readers? What's up, my dudes? Uh, Jigsaw wearing a, a zip-up hoodie and backwards <laughs> flat brim to a book signing looking like... Fitted. It's a fitted, oh fitted flat brim. It's the worst in a series that basically has always had pretty terrible costumes. That really is a I, new I li- low. I liked that they so they were thinking like, this is my imagination, and I'm, I have a strong one. So please forgive me if this goes too far. But I just imagine you know they've put him in robes, the silken robes that does make an appearance in this movie. They've put him in other hooded garments, and they're like, what's going to Meet the minds of our youth. They're out there day to day on the streets wearing hooded jackets. Listening to hippity hop music. They're listening to the hippity hop music. And we believe, after extensive research, that they're wearing fitted flats backs. I will say in the trivia it says that Tobin Bell worked with writers for weeks to hone his character in this movie. That makes sense. And his big scene is him wearing a a fitted cap backwards. Right? It is other than flashbacks, yes. Holy shit. Well, and some video footage, but Lord. But he, um, it's, it's incredible. He, he he shows up for a book signing dressed like what a boomer would think 
like a drug dealer slash like someone about to rob their convenience store or not theirs because they don't go there but if they imagine dressed like one of those rap guys yeah like one of those hippity hoppers out there about to bang bang my daughter yes yeah they shouldn't of course my boy gideon was smushed by a drug addict jill tuck's clinic (laughs) <laughs> this movie's very bad, but very Extremely funny. There's... We we absolutely <laughs> lost our minds several times. There Let is me a say this. great scene. They're the big set piece of the movie, and most movies don't feature this, so I want to give it some credit. The late Chester Bennington from Lincoln wait, Park. This isn't a big set piece. This is a set piece, but it's not. This real... is a big set piece. It's unrelated. They to... returned to that set multiple That's times. True. Most they... of the action is yeah. focused on that okay. set, and it definitely, with four people die in that scene, right? Four people die. All at once. Okay. So we just cut to Chester from Lincoln Park glued to a car seat. Like literally glued. Not, yes. They use the word glue. And <laughs> what we see is there's a woman tied up below the car, which is jacked up on like a hydraulic lift. Mm-hmm. There's a guy tied to the car, chained up on the wall behind the car, and a guy standing in front of the, the car, chained to the wall in front of the car. Yeah, everyone get this. We, you, we can say this again. We've set the scene. Let's do it again, though. Yeah, go to the Patreon. Because I don't think they... If, if you subscribe to the Patreon, I will draw a picture of this, and we'll put it on the Patreon. Yeah, well, yeah. I'll Exclusive actually, we, Patreon content. We will content. put this on Instagram. I'm going to draw... No, it's, it's behind the paywall. So it'll be a... It's just it'll the, be one of the sponsored... One of those not sponsored. Like a post I've never on done this Patreon. before. Yeah, we're yeah, going to do the first We can one. do an image I'm going to draw this and they all they all look like skinheads but like maybe it's not spelled out all the way and then they he plays the eight track tape in the car yes. and it goes hello evan you're racist <laughs> <laughs> nothing else like that's how it starts you no it isn't even you're i think he says you are a racist which you is are a, racist. a lovely phrase and like look i'm happy that apparently whatever saw jigsaw hoffman whoever took their time to murder a bunch of skinheads like sure okay but let me tell you jigsaw (laughs) we are all racists yeah it's a little too convenient to focus on extremists yes because in a way it's it's the day-to-day racism in the same way that black klansmen taught me that as a a white liberal it's okay because the only true racists are the buck-toothed southerners Right, and cops are awesome and are helpful. Yeah. It's the same thing where it's like, oh, here is the most violent version of racism, so day-to-day is fine. You know, We just get to watch a woman's head explode, a man's chin and arms get ripped off, and another boy get smashed with a car. And then delightfully, Chester Bennington's uh, flayed body flies through the air headfirst into another car. And then blows up or something. We were fucking losing it. It was really funny. That scene is a great short film. Yeah. That is a great, especially from 2010. Right. A like, real think, relic of a. Yeah, a watching it in 2021, oh, it's God. really nice. We, there was, and then, oh, God, later in the movie, a man who's just had his pectoral muscles ripped out tries to stand up and boinks his head off of a cabinet. <laughs> and it's like, that shit they planned. I'm sure yeah. he was like, what if, get the, I'm, I know this isn't in the script, but what if I hit my head when I, when I, like, to show that like, I. This is great. This is great. Let's yes. use this. Use this. Um, it's really funny. I'm not sure what else you can say about a movie where, like, it genuinely, its shortcomings are so appalling, it is just reverts to self-satire so abruptly. Like, there's so many deeply silly things in this movie. Yeah. I mean, it, but- it's, it's a horrible miscalculation. I'm, I'm a little bummed out, because the next movie in the series is Jigsaw, which is, which is- a spin-off. It's not, this, it's and no it's longer the Saw eight years canon. years later? Yeah. Yeah. Seven years later, 2017. Okay. I believe, but this is uh, this is a hot mess. Really I'm, bad. And I'm games. glad, and I'm glad that it started the way it did because 
if it hadn't, I, I was I knew from the beginning it has a movie where it starts out and be like, this woman is a whore and she's been playing with your life and she sucks. So you could either just stand there and watch her die, or one of you could. Why and then it's just like why would one of you want to kill yourself for this fucking toxic whore? And then also it's like this is where we're at with yeah. Jigsaw, where like they're in a like she's cheating on a guy with another guy, and he's like, I must step in to fix this. And the weirdest the part fuck? is that like at the end they're like bro, let's kill this bitch. And yeah. they're like, you know what, dude? I love you. That's like the whole point is and to like have bros before hoes yeah. and then like have a good time watching this cheating bitch die in front of them. It's like so fucked well, up. And, and again, just to go back to what I was saying earlier, if you're going to do a public jigsaw thing, that raises so many questions. It's that awesome. Really I was must so excited. Addressed. Right. Like, how did it get into the storefront? How does this work? What, like, what, I mean, there's just so many questions yeah, what's that are broad so, so it's a problem when we have to pause to think about that because yeah. so far like the wonderful excuse of john just bought up every abandoned zoology right. institute yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking i don't know pig I, factory i love that this movie returns to saw one it actually starts at saw one and i like that it does make you think that in saw city any abandoned building you could go into you could find yourself a, a skeleton a decapitated man something that's just like these bodies are everywhere and it sucks that for to bring back Carrie, we we're so excited that Carrie's back. Because since Saw One, we we're like, did Carrie live? Like, where did Carrie go? Well, we're getting, of course, to the big twist, which is that Doctor Gordon, is the, the the fucking OG Saw victim who done sawed his foot off. Well, not the OG Saw victim. That was the drug man who smushed Gideon. We didn't mention that in Saw Six. We do learn Baby Gideon's name. Who got smushed? Yes, sir. We always knew Baby Gideon's name. Did we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When did they introduce Gideon? I, I really noticed it in the last minute. What the fuck are you talking about? Have you been Gideon. sleeping? Remember, he's like, do you know anything about the Chinese Zodiac? It was in that scene where she's like, explained why they named their son Gideon. Oh, that's lost. I forgot about that. No, no. Not Jill, talk, stop talking about Chinese Zodiacs. Yeah, that's cut it out, Jill. Man, it sucks that Jill's dead. Yeah. I hate Mark Hoffman. He's a dick. I've always hated Mark Hoffman. To have this entire thing be His like... His haircut sucks. It's very confusing because the movie, by revealing in the big twist that Dr. Gordon has also been a part of it since surviving Saw and his freaking foot off in Saw 1... Um, it's confusing as to who we're rooting for in this movie. Yeah, because the beauty of most of the Saw movies is that we're really not rooting for anyone. We're watching right. people make interesting choices, and in this movie, everyone just sucks or shouldn't be a main character. And we're left with Jill Hoffman, and then the return of Doctor Gordon as main characters. But it's like, well, they all worked for Jigsaw, so are we rooting for them? And Hoffman's like a bad Jigsaw employee, so he's the bad guy, but they're all bad guys, and the cops are useless, and they get outsmarted at every turn. Obviously, Gibson, the most dog shit actor we've seen in the entire franchise, really, truly plays like a Kyle Mooney SNL character the entire time. We thought he was, yeah, a Kyle Mooney character who is a mix of uh, Ryan Gosling's and Paul Rudd. body mixed with Paul Rudd's irreverent energy well, no. kind of we wanted a Paul Rudd energy right. out of him he didn't have it we thought he was a Matthew this movie teeters on parody so constantly that the simple fact that it's both confusing and boring and it, and mm-hmm. has n- nothing else works in it, it it reminds me of that like the spotlight like if someone were to like make an SNL obviously with the most gory chunky violence 
ever like it but it looks bad it's not it's all practical which is usually fun but it's like so cheap yeah yeah the chester bennington tearing his back off in the car it's looks bad shit. The, la- the lady being uh joyce wife getting melted in the thing was pretty cool yeah. for a hot second but that was about it, it. was pretty hot <laughs> oh no my wife my wife my boobs his yeah, boobs his one boobs thing we noticed down. in this movie is that this is like we've commented on how horror especially in like cheap franchises often resort to like just tits for no reason to sell tickets so far the saw movies six movies in and it's just been like desperate violent agony or like in three where there is nudity it's like very surreal and upsetting yeah, or in, in four where you see a pecker you do see a peener yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah what's during an autopsy so right i'm just saying like yes yeah. the, all the nudity so far both from the pecker to the tits have been yeah. just completely sexless and, and, and this disgusting. one was definitely very women objectifying and violent yeah. towards women in a way that was like in a in a deeply violent series, like the very little things it, really you notice it, yeah. And that's what's weird is like before we've like we either haven't noticed it, or like oh, it's cool that they're like subverting sexualization that's normally objectifying women to just be like oh, this is not sexy at all. This sucks. And here it's like the opening one is like how we can all gang up on someone that is cheating on two men and she's hanging above them with her tits falling out, like her nipples are just sliding out of her top. It's it's just a horrible miscalculation. It's not the, the misca- tone of the movie. I, I mean, I think it was. I think calling it a miscalculation is like giving no, but, it a but little I'm bit of a. They're like, what are you trying to bank on with this franchise? Right. If the series to date was about banking it on sexuality, then maybe that would have some sort of continuity to it. But as a, it's a jarringly weird, obvious, lazy, <laughs> shitty thing to turn to. And I think it seven just shows. Movies in. Yeah, yeah, it shows that this is why we've liked the Saw movies because they haven't been relying on shit just to like get stupid boys into their movie theaters it's actually been strange like when the politics are right it's actually like really interesting and when it doesn't isn't political it's still like really effective yeah this is a sad regression from the yeah. proud socialist politics it of is Six, okay? bernie would he would be out uh, disappointed for sure and potentially outraged by this move from six to seven absolutely i didn't care for gibson i didn't like him no not good he wasn't standing not up good. for what i want yeah, Saw 7 was the freaking uh, Orange Man Drumpf, uh, the Cheeto president man. Yeah, in the same way that he is a, an effectless bore right. who likes boobs. like this is... Who is, at times, extraordinarily funny. <laughs> and and rude. And Cannot forget. Rude. Yeah. This is uh, the... Tr- this is... If Bernie were... Fo- Bernie had four years and then followed by Trump. Right, like... It was fun to laugh at this movie, but ultimately sad that that's where we ended things with the song. Right, and it's especially the sad canon. Yeah. if this had been, we had been watching these, you know, year after year after year after yeah, year after year after year after year. It's like, yeah. these have been getting better and better and better and better and better, and then just sort of like plateauing at a nice hum, like 2,000, 3,000 RPM. Right. And then to just fucking fall off a cliff. Yeah, it really disintegrates. It's crazy because like, I think six... We Go- even... Good movies is yeah. probably the craziest run we've ever seen in the podcast. I think at this point that the Saws one through six are good, fun, interesting movies that at their worst have lulls and, and or are confusing, but are compelling and weird and creative. Yeah. This was uncreative. There's multiple traps where it's like the the needle will poke her if you don't do the thing. And it's like, oh, I hope the needle doesn't poke her. And then it does. Or like, <laughs> but we're like, also, uh, I don't give a shit if the needle pokes her because wh- who is this person? Yeah, we don't. What we, matters. We, the whole thing is like Bobby Dagan pretends to be a survivor to bank in on the the legacy of Jigsaw, but it's like he's an asshole. His coterie of supporters are assholes. We don't give a shit what happens to these people. 
It sucks. It's a it's the last movie of the franchise, and like giving a fraud comeuppance is like feels That's like what a it's... weird waste of time. Yeah, because then a short movie. Because then most of like the arc about characters we know is like ten minutes about Jill Tuck. Like, can you imagine if this movie had just been about Jill Tuck fighting Hoffman? That would have been amazing. That would have been fun. Give me some endgame shit where they bring in ranks of pig people and different conniving. Oh my god, right. There were three. Also, just for the record, Obi, we never got the full Obi well, circle. Well, here's my theory. Uh-oh. There are three pig men at the end of this movie. Oh, that's so interesting. We never see We only see two. Carrie. Well, Obi's dead already. We're, we're, he we're, died in Saw 2. One, 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 one. Did he? Yeah, he yeah, died. He Remember, die. he got cremated. Obi? Yes. He got cremated? He crawls into the furnace. See, this is... No, that's not Obi. Yes, that's Obi. No, that was the the the... Obi. No, the guy who crawls into the furnace was the Obi. The guy who wanted to like he set it up. He ejected Obi. Obi. That's Obi. Obi's the guy who set it up. What? Obi's the fucking helping guy. Oh, I, I guess I got their names. Yeah, though. you sure did. He appears in one of the flashbacks in three or four, and we never. I, had that. I thought. Anyway, I don't care. Your brain. Your your brain is like soft. My seven. brain. You're the one that got Baby. the ball. I got one thing wrong. You can't remember the most Oh, come on. You got so much wrong. Bald guy in the series. Well, I mean, not counting Jigsaw, he has hair intermittently. And brains sometimes showing. We do see his brains. brain. Yeah. I've heard of getting some head, getting, getting some head, but he gets his head cracked open and his brain removed. I've heard of that too. Oh, you have? Mm-hmm. I saw it in Saw 4. Yeah. Happened to my friend Jigsaw. Yeah. Mm. He is a dear friend of the podcast. A dear friend of the podcast. And, Can you imagine uh, if we landed Mr. Tobin, Tobin? Big Bell? On the show. If we could ring it? Can you get him? Can you get it? Can you ring him to get him to ring here? You want to get the bell? You want to ring the bell on the cast? What is he doing lately? Nothing. He would be honored to be on the cast. Can I tell you something? That man has hasn't bought a drink in in his life. Well, oh. since 2004, that man has not. You're saying he's a, a teetotaler, or he just gets the booze for free? I'm saying people see Big Jig roll into the club, sure, and they're like, "Whatever my man's is drinking, round on me, round on me." Yeah, he's like, "Thank you." And then if it's like, bro, I don't want to be that guy, but can you do it for my girlfriend? He's like, okay. Just and then he want, sets up an elaborate trap. Oh, oh okay. no, I was, oh, was going to say, oh, yeah. He, and he puts the girlfriend in the trap? No, no, he's just going to say, do you want to okay. play a game? You, okay. Well, so if you met Tobin Bell, you'd be like, can you construct a, a Elaborate game? trap yeah. for my father. Sure, yeah. Long-time listeners know that there's no one you'd rather feed into a moral teaching lesson trap than your father. But maybe that empathy, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, about the history of this country and the his- yeah, the, the the oppression, slavery, yeah, all those things, bad stuff, yeah. not good, they bad, 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 not good. Okay, so let's let's just like have fun with this. Saw seven, jigsaw in space, jigsaw in time, back to the jigsaw. Okay, I think jigsaw these- goes to Tokyo. Why not? These are all things we've seen before, but I want to see jigsaw do it, baby. Why? How about this? Uh. Saw, saw, okay, Saw 3D, okay? Yeah. Opening title card. Saw 3D. Well, no, no, no. Okay, sorry, go back. Um, we open with a flashback because it's a Saw movie. We have to get a flashback of some sort. Yeah. Fades to black. Okay. Title card. Wait, what's the flash? It's just a generic flashback. No, just a some event from the prior. I don't know. Which, we see Jigsaw being- It doesn't like, matter. I love the games. They're twisted. He's never done that. I think he said that at some point. I think that's uh, in either two or six. I can't remember. Also, it didn't Anyways, sound like him. He would be, I love these games. The games rule. They're so twisted. I love pop punk and skateboarding. Do you want a monster energy drink? Please sign my book. Um, no, okay. So and we fade to black, title card, and it, it's the, the typing out font. The year. 3032. <laughs> I like where this is yeah. going. Yeah. 
that's it. It's just a thousand years later, or a thousand, Wait, a thousand years later, and then Jigsaw is, is uh, taken out of deep freeze or something, and his brain inhabits a Martian colonist or something, and then he does Matt games Damon? on Mars. Yeah, Matt Damon. <laughs> and he's like, "Fuck you, Mars." The, okay, the Martian Two, Mars. the Martian Two, Jigsaw Ten is, is also the Coleman is is the next Jig. Oh my, this is good. Write this down. Write this down. <laughs> Hollywood, don't you dare, Hollywood. Don't don't. Don't you fucking Don't. We dare! Heard. We got it first. We're gonna send Jigsaw to Mars with Matt. And then, he, and then, like someone plays the president, like, "Sir, you're sending Jigsaw to Mars? It's our only hope against the Martians." <laughs> I want to watch this movie. There's one thing, a, a, a species that has survived without water. There's only one thing that can destroy them. Come. Oh no, blood. No games. Yeah, twisted games. Twisted games. Twisted games. Yeah. Yes. I'm really sad that this is. I know that there's more Saw to come, but we've now, like, we've closed the original book of Saw is now closed. And I hate to, I, I am the last fucking person. I'm going to cry. Who wants to say the book oh, is closed, but the book is closed. We're going to reopen the book, but the oh, original good. book is closed. So this is like, uh, like when you're a child and your mother or your father's reading you a book and you don't want to go to bed because you're scared of death. And sometimes when they turn off the lights, all you can think about is the never ending nothingness that will come. Yeah. That, that feeling of like, everything you've ever experienced being negated in an instant. Right. Yeah. And and so you're like, can you please reopen the book of yeah. Curious George? Or of... Sorry. By the way, that shit, it owns that we grew up reading a book about a monkey who huffs ether and had, like trips <laughs> has his tits off and has an awesome day. Trip. He's like, this fucking rules. Yeah, those like, books What are was crazy. the message for kids? Like, uh, huff ether. ether. Why yeah. not, right? Yeah, it's fun. Grow up. Huff something. No, I mean, the, the point of Curious George... Have you ever George, huffed anything? No. When I was a kid, I, I, I learned ass, how to actually. huff... Uh, huffed ass. That's weird. How to huff uh, starter fluid. How to separate out the chemicals so you can huff the good chemicals to make you... With the good chemicals. It probably took years off of my brain life. Mm. But... That's all right. Yeah, we would just like soak rags in, di- in this weird diluted uh, chemicals from starter fluid and huff it. Yeah. Oh, you, you would, it would just fucking annihilate us. <laughs> what would you do? I, I did that before doing acid. Would you just like fall over? No, like I, I remember very, very vividly like getting stuck between thoughts in my head. Like I thought time stopped because I was cool. between two thoughts. That's crazy. That just uh, like yeah. lighter fluid can do that. No, you. no, starter fluid. Starter fluid. From like a car. Or like if you walked, I remember once walking down a hill but my my bot my body went down the hill, but my spirit body was walking straight. level out as <laughs> though there good. was no decline. Yeah. So I was like looking down at my body below. Like this shit really fucked you up. And it was, and it was before, free before I basically. did acid or anything. So it wasn't like, you know, compared to that, doing like psychedelics, if you're not doing it like wasted at a party or in some context, that's not going to be chill. You know, you can really have a, a vibrant, exploratory, beautiful journey where you learn things about yourself and it's really good for you mm. and you can address trauma. Um, but like uh, huffing starter fluid, I don't think is therapeutic. And I'm the first person... To say, I don't recommend that anyone huff starter. It sounds fluid. cool, though. Um, I mean, you're not making a great case. You come in telling the coolest story, and then you're like, "But don't do it." And I think, I think that's about, disingenuous. Of I think you. about the like 14 or 15 year old Josh reeking of starter fluid, stumbling into like a big wide, trying to buy like a, a Coke for 45 minutes while I like stagger around the aisles. And I'm like, maybe that wasn't the coolest shit. It's, I mean, just walking above yourself. I want to try that. Right. I'm saying that there might be a cost that you pay. Well, here's the thing. You mentioned it took years off your brain life. Yeah. 
But what if your brain life is like 2,000 years? I don't think that's the way brains are. And your body life is 80. So you just put a very finite death sentence <laughs> on me. You were like, uh, you'll live to 80. Looking at you, 80. I'm being generous. You're being generous? I don't Maybe I don't understand I put on the term. COVID-10 and now I'm dying young? It has nothing to do with the COVID-10. Everyone put on the COVID-10. Everybody, everybody except for Joe and Kamala because they were out there busting their ass for mm. America every day. And I want to thank the Biden-Harris campaign for sponsoring today's episode. I tried it. I tried it. I want to do whatever Americans do. In Delaware, we had our own jigsaw. We had our we, own uh, We uh, stand with Israel, and I will say that you know we did pitch that jigsaw could work for the israeli government we did to jigsaw ago yeah so they could have saved all this kerfuffle business because who's to say what's right or wrong and just gotten jigsaw in there it's we've talked about it's complicated it's extremely complicated if you haven't been there yeah just shut the fuck up shut your ass up let the experts who run this country and do a pretty good job i'd like to say and also you've been to America? I live no, here. no, 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 no. You've been to... I, to I saw I I've saw been to Israel. And let me say this. As someone who's been to Israel, I don't even know if what's going... Look, I'm literally a functional moron. I have no clue what's going on. Tell me about the time where they let you shoot a gun. Uh, Yeah, th- I would say this is a great time in history for me to relive when the Zionist youth program that I went on did let me do a week of IDF training where I fired a rifle. I definitely feel great about that in retrospect. It's the most moral army in the world. More cooler than firing a machine gun in the desert was learning about the morality of firing a machine of gun. Yeah, how yeah, yeah, yeah. moral, how deeply moral it was of me to have done. Do they that. do they have you aiming it directly at Palestinians or was it? More they were uh, the use of target practice. Yes, and do I feel good about that? No. But, but it's a part look, of, you, you got a free ticket. It's complicated. You got to go. It's very complicated. I don't no one could look at the situation and come away with a moral judgment. It's on complicated. It. It's extremely complicated. So I mean, I haven't been there at yeah. all. Look, let me explain. I received a head injury and I've huffed I've received multiple <laughs> concussions. I've huffed starter fluid. And if you're like me and you look at what's going on, there's no way. To look at that situation and come to a conclusion. It's just not possible. I know we're only a couple weeks out, but Gal Gadot had a, a really beautiful sentiment on yeah. the issue. She's like, well, this is awkward sauce. She's like, everyone, ever, like my family rules. They, they deserve peace. Yeah, this is awkward sauce. My country deserves peace. And I hope that Wonder Woman 3 is about peace. Do you think it's going to be Wonder so, Woman 3D? I mean, it's going to be it's going to be good. It's going to be if you tally up all the points that first one got. And add it to all the good points that the second one got. This is how movies work, right? You just get points for being good. Yeah, you get points. It's a cumulative point scoring yeah. thing. The third one is going to surpass the number of points one and two got combined. Wow, that's huge. It's going to be amazing. That's going to be amazing. Can you imagine Wonder Woman just running at you in 3D? I think it's going to be at her ending jihad. Huh. Yeah, she's going to single-handedly end radical uh, Muslim terror. How? By hugging? Oh, I don't know. Probably by... I didn't see Wonder Woman... 1984 did you see it no no no. someone told me it's like two hours and 45 minutes long and i was like yeah there's literally no way that's happening i forgot how much i learned about it just by hearing people talk about it and just it sounded insane like it's about wishing there's apparently a lot of wishing in it yeah i don't know why are we talking about this because uh, we we went off on a tangent where I I pointed out that not long ago before the most recent uh, oh yeah big reason for Israel to level uh, Gaza and again who's to say whether or not one of the most technolo- technologically advanced armies in the world fighting some dudes in an apartment complex who can look at that and say 
what's right or wrong. It's I, not possible. I, I understand why they decided to stick with bombs. And As not, opposed to Jigsaw. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. I feel like Jigsaw's methods are very effective. Yeah. All the people who went through it, there's a great scene where two survivors go at each other. One's like, I killed my abusive husband and I feel great. And the other one was like, I lost my arm for no reason. Well, the other one being one of the predatory lenders from Mm. from Saw 6, who, may I say, at the time, seemed actually quite bullish on Jigsaw. So maybe this is... Remember in the hospital, she's like, I actually learned something. I shouldn't have done that. That's a great point. And maybe this is a lesson that the people that are victims that get an opportunity to be the stronger person that they've wanted to be but can't act on it. Oh, so the IDF is making uh, people in Gaza... better because of the twisted game well i was just gonna say if you're a bad person the twisted game will not work Uh and if you're a good person because that is a thing sometimes you know like the the principal's wife who has been violently abused by her awful husband in saw four she's one of the few survivors and she's like she's one of the ones that is not tested for being bad but tested for being weak for being complacent. Yes. Jigsaw has two people he Jigsaw. likes to go Jigsaw. for. He likes to go for the baddies, and he likes to go for the weakies. The cowards. And as a coward, let me say, I find that very threatening. I would say, do not come to my house, Jigsaw. Jigsaw? No, thank you. I do not need your game to learn something. Yeah, I know I should probably eat more vegetables. You should. We ate a lot of vegetables today. We did. We had a great meal. I, I eat a lot of vegetables. I drink a bit. You think I don't eat vegetables? No, you drink, you drink your vegetables. Every I day. drink my vegetables. Right. You grind them up? No. Doesn't Allison chew them up for you and spit them into a Yes, mug? my wife, uh, Mama Birds, me vegetables. Yeah, you have a special straw. It's like one of those boba My teeth tea. are like butter, so I can't really get right. through most screens. This was the movie where the man rips his teeth out. Yeah, and then talk to about find numbers on so them. many distracting, stupid things in this movie. When would Jigsaw have the time to engrave numbers into it's this man's Jigsaw teeth? It's not Jigsaw anymore. When would Hoffman have time Thank to engrave you. numbers into this man's teeth? After he captured him. He then engraved his teeth? Time had... They looked like they were down on the tooth. It made no yeah, it, sense. That's what I thought. It didn't make any sense. He took them out, gl- put the number in, glued it, put it back in the hole. I'm just saying for the amount of effort that goes into all these twisted games, the purpose and end of that particular, of the climactic seventh movie, was such dog shit. Yeah. Do we even see what happens to Bobby Dagan after he got bloody tits and his wife is being boiled? I don't remember. Who, who gives a shit? No, I think you're right. I think it cuts back to Jill Tuck hiding in the worst possible place. There's a whole warehouse of shit she could be hiding in. She, she literally like hides next to a cabinet. It's like oh god, in like a Marx Brothers movie where they hide and and just like Harper Marx put a blanket on himself and hides in the middle of the room. Yeah, or it's they like, stand by a bunch of statues. I love that. Yeah, shit. that's a great joke. That's funny, but when it's yeah. serious, like Jill. Does that happen in every Scooby Doo episode? They like stand yeah, very they still next to a lamp statues. or something. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Imagine uh imagine the, the, the mystery gang or whatever the fuck they were called trying to fight Jigsaw. Jigsaw. It's just been this old man. Wait, it's true. It has just been this old man yeah, all it has. along. Holy shit. Yeah, but like fucking like Scooby's like his like nuts are in a vice and they're like <laughs> Hello, Scooby. Wait, you think that game. Scooby hasn't been neutered? Fuck no, that dog's wild as shit. Yeah. The dog crazy. Oh, do you think that's where the mini Scooby comes from? Oh, for sure. Scrappy? Yeah, he, he nutted in another dog. and Or maybe we were, we were talking... Is his nephew or something? Yeah, we think so. So what do you think their family nephew? get-togethers are like? Because Scrappy can talk and Scooby can't or something, or other than rudimentary screams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Saw 3D was really bad. We were think we were talking the other day at a, a gathering, a, a fully vaccinated gathering, that we were talking about homunculi. And do you think Scrappy is just like if Scooby came in a jar and let it sit in the sun for a month? You think Scrappy coalesced from Scooby's ejaculate yeah, yeah. into a living dog? Yeah, like a little homunculi. No, I don't think that he's a homunculi. Because hmm. he clearly has two dogs worth of dog DNA. Why? How is that clear? Like an egg and a sperm how come that together. Because he's a dog, motherfucker. Yeah, he wears but like, a hat. He does wear a hat. Okay. All right. So like, not like Jigsaw and not Saw 3D. <laughs> that scene is awesome. That was worth... There was two... The scene... I haven't laughed that hard this day. Those are the two moments when he says... Uh, Lincoln Park member, you are a racist. And You're a racist. When, at a random book signing, uh, Jigsaw shows up in the coolest outfit. I love. It's a cool line at the end when he he gets his book signed. He does pay for it probably, and he you know how all hardcovers come with a dust jacket, of course. And he just whips it off and it says, "Nice picture." I don't need it. We've met. It's like, when did they meet? Well, this, again, really confuses the timeline. I, I thought the whole point was like, that they hadn't met because he hadn't gone through a trap. Yeah, it's just, a, it's a mess. And again, it's the idea of like the mediatized reaction to Jigsaw, they've, it's been alluded to over the course of the series. We've talked, of course, about the like, you know, best home and gardens issue with mm. John Kramer. It's on like the at the end of Shaun of the Dead when like everything that's like, you just imagine like, what would you do with Jigsaw? And like a gardening show with Jigsaw, like everything. Yeah. Yeah. The Jigsaw verse. That would be funny. Yeah. Th- this is just a real fucking fart in a can. Um, but worse. But worse. Okay. So let's try to pivot towards best deaths and then we yeah. can do a little look back over the series. One thing I want to mention is that we forgot to even ask the question last episode. That's well, how like That shows us how consistent. committed we are. We would just gladly do Saw movies if there were an infinite number. Though I have to say, this was chilling. This does make me ask when will it end. But again, it's one of those horrible moments where I'm like, if there wasn't a seven-year gap in these movies, like if one had come out in 2011, I think that would be a, a pure when will it end. Yeah. In and this actually, case, I'm not going to ask because I know oh. that there's like – and that's why it's complicated. This is the no, end I'm not of asking one segment. Either. I'm going to come out and join you in I'm that. really excited to see Jigsaw, yeah. but only because I know there was a very long break and I believe some creative dust-ups – well, I th- and I think, as I said, it, at the end of episode like two or three, like I will survive a bad one at this point because they have been the world is so well constructed, so good that a temporary lull will not challenge me. I am ready for more, and I'm actually very excited that the eighth one is going to be a like a reboot. I love a reboot. Yeah, reboots are fun. Um, three members of the Boondock Saints films are entrapped throughout two Saw films. <laughs> Which ones? Uh, so Sean Patrick Flannery, that's where I know that guy from. The fucking loser Bobby Dagan. He's from Boondock Saints. Wait, who that is he? Is he sucks. one of the bros? Probably. He couldn't be. I would recognize him. Sucks. No, maybe you're right. The worst part of this is that in the new Saw Mansion, Bobby Dagan's wandering around and the walls have like uh, like uh, Bed oh Bath & Beyond slogans on them. Like, yeah, those... Visualize your challenges. Yes. <laughs> Prioritize your obligations. And before they were like... Live, laugh, love. Sort of like eerie, like... What was the main cherish your life? Like that's a cool phrase. It's dark, and it that's all it is. A lot of questions. It's, yeah, it's cherish your life, and there's one other one, and it's like, but this is like every single wall has a different dumb long phrase about like 
notice your, how you move through the world and try to capture that energy, but mo- put it in a different light. Yeah, it sounds like a boomer, you know, who like read one book on Buddhism and then yeah. just won't shut the fuck up at dinner. Uh, I don't know any boomers. Okay, so with that being said, yes, we are, we're we're both excited for Jigsaw. Yeah, we love asking. we love Tobin Bell. We love Jigsaw himself. This movie has the best moments, and they're still quite funny. I guess whatever the part. It was nice to see Tobin Bell do anything in this. Everything else was fucking terrible. Uh, real disappointment. Uh, okay, so let's do most valuable deaths and most valuable players. Then we'll do a little recap before we move That's on nice. to yeah, because this is a reboot. series unto itself. Yeah, so we've we've established that. So okay, most valuable I death. Am. Not a lot of this is somewhat slim pickings. I well, no, I mean we a lot laughed of pe- so hard at the skinhead scene. It's a great scene. It's really funny, but like so. Let's. I'm gonna just ugh. quickly. So and also the misogyny never ends because there's the one where this woman gets a key put down her stomach, but at the end of the key is a fish hook. And the point of the scene is that this woman's been talking a lot. She's a mouthy broad. And she's got to shut the fuck up. And, or she'll uh, have needles in her neck. Wow. So needles are aimed at her neck, and they're coming to silence her because, um, you know, she should be silenced. Finally. Uh, a, a movie about silencing women in yeah. Hollywood. Uh, Finally. 2010? Yeah. Timely. Mwah. Wow. Chef's kiss. Good stuff. Uh, oh, we didn't talk about how... There was a weird cameo by Hillary Clinton in, in Sausage. Yeah, well, you you said it wasn't. You said it wasn't her. It totally was. <laughs> it's funny, um, but yeah. So there's 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 hollow tubes pointed at this woman's neck, and this dipshit man who apparently is a boondock saint is like slowly dragging a hook out of her out of her throat. And the the trick to the game is that. You have a ticking clock set at 60 seconds, which another... This is the worst ticking clock movie. Like, there's a literal beep, and I got so bored, I was, like, counting them just to sort of see if they were sticking at all close, and it's, like, 118 beeps go by and only nine seconds well, in the most go down insulting on, trap so of all awful. where Bobby Dumbass Dagan has to help his blindfolded friend through a trust walk, where you're yeah. like, come on. It's so bad. He's blindfolded and has to walk across the fucking floor, which has holes in it. And oh, it ends, my God. He, they, he gets the key. Yeah, there's 20 seconds left, even no, though it's it, taking two minutes. It's and the he's shit like, where they keep cutting away, then like four seconds have right, passed. And you're like, I'm minutes, not stupid. Minutes of a man yeah, walking just... over a plank has, has happened in front of your eyes. But the best part is that he throws the key and he's like, no, hold your, bend your knees. Get a little weight shifting between your legs. Put your head, you know, between your legs or whatever. And then he- Suck your own dick. <laughs> do it. Do it. You only have 20 seconds. Suck it. And then he throws him a key and it falls. It's like, oh, well, I guess he's not getting out of Yeah, and, and then again, it's like a wow, shitty cool. liar and his shitty lying best friend. Who fucking cares? It's not as interesting. interesting as two shitty bros who realize that they love each other more than this woman who's about to die. Okay, a couple uh, just trivia things. First off, the original intention with the opening scene in the shop window was that it would end with the reveal that Jigsaw was watching the action unfold in the crowd. The timeline would mean he was still alive at this point. Standing beside him would have been his accomplice, Dr. Gordon. So at the very least, that would have made that not seem like a complete out of left field. That's easily yes, the strangest it, scene in the entire it cuts, series. It moves forward, and it's the first time you've ever felt like one of these openings has like really been just completely out of nowhere with nothing to do with the movie. Uh, also, again, like everything we know about the world of Saw and Saw City, no one ever, no one mentions the public Saw game yeah. at any point. It's just distracting. 
Um, and this is super insulting. Although never mentioned in the film, there's a two-month time lapse from Jill's testimony in the Internal Affairs Department until Bobby Dakin's game, which is the main plot of the film. The time period was enough, and you asked about this, for Hoffman's injuries to heal, you know, his face being yeah, torn yeah, open. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's fine now. Um, and for the preparation of the Bobby Dakin game. The opening sequence of the public execution trap occurred before the film's main events when John was still alive. All information that is not shared with us to further make this movie both incomprehensible and not tense because we he, just have no clue what's happening. What do you think he told his uh, his fellow police officers? Oh, I just, it was shaving accident. I tripped. I tripped and fell down I the tripped stairs. And tore open my cheek. <laughs> That is obviously, these are all saw experts. That is a fucking reverse bear trap if I ever did see one. Yeah. Anyway, so most valuable death. Well, anyway, uh, I just didn't get to finish. You interrupted me while I was talking about the the woman that must be silenced. Yes. And so part of the trap is that if she screams, the, the, the tubes move closer, faster. And every this, this happens four times. He pulls out this excruciatingly painful thing, and she screams, and he's just like, "Shut the fuck up, bitch! Shut the fuck up! You better shut the fuck up! I'm trying to save your goddamn life." And then he pulls it out, screams, and he says the same thing over and over again. And then she just dies. It's like, what is the? You just hate this person. What is the point of the scene? It's awful. Yeah, it just it really felt like uh, lurid, and and the thing is, like, obviously, it sounds so ridiculous for two white dorks to be like, "Oh, this I found this all unpalatable," but the other ones are like creative and fun, and and yeah. if you enter it being like, "This is what this is," how interesting is this? This was not interesting. And most valuable death, I guess, tragically has to go to Jill Tuck because I love Jill Tuck, uh, rest in power. <laughs> and we finally see the reverse bear trap kill someone, which That's we've never true. seen so far. So I think for sheer commitment to the prop, I'm going to give it up for reverse bear trap actually doing its thing. Because, yeah. again, we've to date never seen it actually work. This is a weird one, but I give it – who is the, the other cop that I liked? I forget his name already. Guy with hat on? Yeah. He'll get uh, shot in the eye. Yeah. <laughs> you loved that. I liked that. It was yeah. simple. It was clean. It was surprising. I thought there was going to be, like, four people in a row got their necks stabbed. Yeah, the internal affairs fucking <laughs> douchebag Gibson, who is genuinely, I gotta look up his name. He's like, if, who's really that bad. awful main comedian who was also in a Boondock Saints movie? Uh, well, who's the name of the... the what, the Beardo guy? No, no, the, like, who's the most famous... Oh, Bob Marley. Same main guy? Yeah, he's he's named he's he's a strange main comedian who is named after the most famous of... Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, he looks sort of like him if he were dressed better. Chad Danello plays Gibson. He fucking sucks. He's in Final Destination. He's in Shattered Glass. Oh, wow. A lot, a lot of Canadian of... stuff here. Uh, he's in a movie called Hate Crime, hmm. where uh, what is he, doing that movie? he might play a, a Nazi. Oh. Huh. Who's the name of, what was the name of the character that I loved so much who wore that hat so well? Uh I don't. He, I don't even know if he's referred to by a name. No, in he this did. Movie. You mentioned it, and I was like, oh, I'm going to remember this because he's my MVP, and he's MVP. Rogers. Rogers. Yeah, yeah, Rogers. Because he answers his phone. Good stuff, Rogers, there, yeah? Rogers. Yeah, it's Rogers, and 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 it's he's a great character because Gibson's like, go watch Jill talk. He's like, okay, sure. It's like I'm watching Jill talk, and they get shot in the eye. Good stuff. Great character. <laughs> but I, I liked him because he was a rare bit of mildness that this movie really lacked, and. He wore a hat like no one else. Um, this is how at the bottom of the barrel we are with this. You liked the guy's hat? Okay. Fit. Most valuable death, hat man, shot and eye. But I wanted to say, because one of the reasons why it's the most valuable death is that, as you've said a few times, this is so boring. So lazy. Like, 
the deaths, literally four deaths in a row, are just Hoffman sneaking up on someone and stabbing them in the neck. Right, like Hoffman being Mr. Stabby Guy in Six was kind of fun because it comes out of nowhere and he stabs like three people in like two minutes. This is like, he stabs someone in the neck, he stabs someone in the neck, he stabs someone in the neck, he shoots someone in the eye. And it like, sucks. oh, that's different than the other three things I just yeah. saw. That is my that is a very surprising moment. Okay, like so it. most valuable player, this is Rogers. really rough for this movie. He like, he wore a hat. I mean, Toby Bell wears a hat too. <laughs> not as well as Rod. I don't know, neck and neck. No, two great not hat as performances. good. I mean, um, I'm going to give most valuable hat to instead. Let's no players this episode because everyone was pretty terrible. Wait, what about Jill Tuck? You said he was going to go to Tuck. No, no, you've yeah, done three MVD in a row. Oh, okay, but not Tuck. players. She's got plenty of attention. Most valuable hat goes to. I'll, I'll go with uh, Jigsaw's okay. undercover hat because that hat steals the show <laughs> without a, so a doubt. Good. And you can you can give most valuable hat to Roger's cap. So we've we covered the bases there. Yeah, yeah. I like it when we. Acknowledge the others and chooses another. Like, because sometimes there's a lot of powerful hats. Right. But in this, there's really only two hats that are here to play. And, uh, Mazel <laughs> yeah. Tov. So, okay. So, before we turn to the spinoffs, because we've now entering this aspect of the, of the, the Saw verse, um, let's look back over the first seven. Yeah. I mean, well, I haven't rewatched them yet. So, I'm not sure I I'll think be. we've done a lot of, we've committed a lot of our time to these movies. I yeah. think you are in a good place to talk about them. Okay. Okay. okay, so I would argue, looking back over them, four is a clear crescendo, because I think four is a good mixture of a really compelling performance from the main character. It does all the wonderful Russian nesting doll plot approach of the series. Can and it, it be a different or country of origin? No. And it no? ends with the climactic death of a beloved character, trash bag-ass Donnie Wahlberg. So I feel like there's yeah. something beautiful about the rising action of the first four that mm-hmm. four delivers on. Yeah. It's like Harry Potter. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, actually, we've talked about this. And we'll talk about it again in the future. Yeah. If Harry Potter had ended with a fourth book or a fourth movie, you could have told a really powerful story yeah. with that those four movies. I Yeah. It's it's. It does the same thing. The first one sets up a small thing like, oh, it's an orphan boy. He's a wizard. Yeah. Oh, it's a cool place. Like, I want to learn more about this place, and then they explore it. And then the fourth one is this huge, expansive, fun. Like, it's just so much, and it's like this is why I entered this world. Yeah, because I think at that point the world building feels pretty. Because obviously, in twenty twenty one, we're in the era of J.K. Rowling being like, literally, they make their shit disappear, so they don't need plumbing. Yeah. On Twitter, and which it's like is useful. Shut the fuck up! It's like shut like we too much. And you're, this is what you're, this, these are the tweets that you don't like from JK. Uh, everything else she tweets, I completely agree with. Her shit is together, man. She rules. But the, but the, but the poop disappearing? <laughs> everything else she says the is The wizard just, poop pipes. Yeah. I mean, she's just like a like sick, it. sad old person at this point. She just is awful. I wrote a book on a yeah. napkin. And in a way, like, if you look at the Sawverse, really five sets up the pitfall of the series which is oh wow hoffman is going to be the central mm-hmm. villain ultimately. no well i disagree slightly because as we said maybe on this episode maybe before it started recording no we did say this uh, a hoffman versus tuck can you imagine instead of saw 3d the final chapter it was saw colon hoffman, hoffman versus, versus tuck. tuck yeah i'd watch that in a heart. i get that tattooed on me yeah. no but what i'm saying is this if that if if they were going to build to a good ending with the Hoffman thing, it would have paid off. In retrospect, five yes. begins the retconning of Hoffman's always been involved, 
and yeah. six I think has a strong enough because six is really more like I love that six is like an issues movie. There's something really charming about that. It's kind of like watching Star Trek for the, the journey home where it's like we must save the whales. Yeah. And it's like this is very endearing. Like they built an entire story around a message that who's going to argue with that. And the fact that six is built around, hey, the real victim of this are people in the American healthcare system. There's like something like because, you know, that's the whole story of Jigsaw. He's someone who had cancer. He's someone who had a terminal illness. Yeah, brings it back. Right. So I think there was like a strength to that. And seven is just really deflates any of the tension by trying to pivot back to Hoffman in a big way and not really knowing what to do with him other than bring back Dr. Gordon, Carrie Elways, who's Which is in the face. Idea. A such great a, idea. Woefully a underserved. Yeah. Just doesn't work. Yeah. They, they give him very, I, I don't know how available he was for this, but he, he feels like he's tacked on. And so the ending, yeah. the big climactic game over that we know we're going to get from him. You're like, ah, game over. All also, right. it's, it's like after seeing seven movies, like leaving him in the same, room as saw one which happened in saw three it's like i am bored by that that's not a satisfying way to end a saw movie anymore right the return lazy. To, to saw one in, in the second movie is part of what makes that movie fucking kick ass yes. and then this it's like yeah well this feels like the next logical step who cares again right. we come to the question of wow who fucking cares right so here's how i look at the franchise one through four amazing rising action six a late era oddity that is delightful and has really great games in it. Five is a plot based lull that is not bad per se, but I would that would probably put that towards the bottom of my list right now. And then seven is an outright. It really drops the ball. Yeah. So it's an interestingly structured franchise because again, you could watch one through six very happily. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, giddy. I oh, we love watching these movies. Yeah. I'm excited for Jigsaw. I'm fascinated to see what new angle we get in the world of the most devious killer uh, in human history. I You didn't talk much about 3. I think that's my favorite right now. I really like that it's an emotional game at the end rather than a physical one. And I think 6 for me really ruined that vibe by trying to explain away why she was doing what she was doing. So, Use names? Who's she? Amanda. There we go. Yeah. Uh, I think one, I, I totally agree with you that 1 through 4 are fucking masterpiece after masterpiece after masterpiece after masterpiece. Yeah, I mean, one is, just, if, if there was only, if the only one that existed was the first one, it would be like a cult movie, no question. Yeah. Two ex- successfully expands it, yep. where it's a bigger story, there's more people going on. Three starts introducing these, all these larger concepts, fucking... where you're like, because by the end of two, you're like, oh, whoa, it was, Amanda worked with him, that's crazy. Yeah. And then three is like, you think that's a twist? Check this shit out. It's yeah. fucking insane. It's insane. And then four successfully pulls off I would argue one of the best twists, I think the chronology twist at the end of four is a marvel. And when I look back over the franchise, I keep coming back to the fact that they pull that off and it somehow works. Be specific. What are you talking about? That the events of four are happening at the same time as the events of three. Yeah. Leading up to that double climax at yeah. the end of four, that is uh, the pièce de résistance of the franchise. It's really great. That is a, a stunning. Yeah. High. I think you're right. I think, and, and, and you're right. Yeah. The three sets up like three, like four is nothing without three. But I think four, you get the payoff. And I think that's sort of where we we can we can sort of end after these ideas because this is what franchise building is all about, and this is why Saw are so good, and this is why Saw Seven sucks, is because we've said this a lot, even this episode. X wouldn't be what it is without Y. And 7 is just like, it's so loosely connected. It doesn't matter. You don't need to have seen... All these critics being like, wow, my brain exploded because I didn't watch the last two movies before I saw this. Like, yeah, that's what we want. Saw 7, you have don't need to see any of the other saws for it to hit any differently. It doesn't fucking matter. It's not good. 
Yeah, the the twists are perfunctory. What the, was even the twist? Well, Doctor Gordon Carrie? coming back, Carrie always Carrie... is back. He was working with them the whole time. Wow! But like, again, because cares? we only see that in the last two minutes of a ninety minute, barely a barely ninety minute movie. Yeah, and you're like, oh, okay. It doesn't. There's no room to breathe. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Disappointment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's. Uh, I think we can maybe close this book of song and look forward to a new chapter. What do you say, mate? Yeah, I'm ready to. I'm ready to open a new book of Saw in the same way that after like this, the Ether Curious George is also the one about. There's one that's not very good. Curious George. Yeah, the one where maybe the kite one's sort of boring. This is like the worst, and I'm ready to open up the new Curious wow. George. Yeah. Curious George. Imagine Curious George meets Jigsaw. That should be fucked up. I don't know who would win, honestly. Curious oh, Jigsaw, he'd beat the fuck out of that you little think monkey. So? That little oh, that monkey's, monkey's screwed. No, I'm kidding. He'd find some really charming way to like, make friends along the way. Mm. That little scamp. Maybe Clifford the big red dog, then. Yeah, that bitch would get killed. Yeah, he's so dumb. <laughs> Stupid red dog. I hated that guy. Follow us on Patreon or something. <laughs> <laughs>